Hi, welcome to Behind the Lighthouse, short stories from Byron Bay and beyond, where we bring you short stories created by amazing writers living in the Northern Rivers, Australia, the Byron Bay hinterland, so to speak. And I'm your host, Steve Nossiter. The Northern Rivers is Bundjalung country. As part of this storytelling, I'd like to acknowledge the Bundjalung people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we writers live. And we pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. There are days that we just don't want to do what's in front of us, where it just doesn't seem to make sense. It's days like these where an extra word or two of encouragement can make the world of difference and help us move in the direction we need to go. In today's short story... We're invited to witness an interesting meeting between a young boy and an old woman, where the boy needs just a little bit of encouragement to follow through with a very important choice, a choice that has far longer-reaching consequences than may initially meet the eye. Stupid Little Bird By Steve Nossiter Read by Beverly Callow I don't want to be a stupid little bird, the boy said. They don't do anything interesting. Sweetie, that's the card you pulled. It's your turn to be a little bird, the old woman responded. But why, he said. They're just little balls of feathers with wings. You know you can choose which little bird you'd like to be. Look at this one. It has wings the shape of diamonds. And look at those beautiful colours. It only has three colours, he said indignantly, looking at the bird. And its legs are puny. Those little legs are powerful, you know. Strong enough for him to launch and land as much as he likes. And his feet can grip onto any branch in the forest even right on the trunks. And he doesn't need any more colours than that, she added. Look at the beautiful pattern they make. The boy looked quietly for a moment, seeming to consider the intricate design on the bird's feathers. But doesn't he get cold? He finally said. They don't even have any feathers on them. Well, he doesn't need them on his legs, does he? The cold and rain don't bother him that much. And the rest of his body is really cosy and warm. Look, she said, pointing. He's tucking one of his legs up into his feathers. The old woman watched the boy's face as the faintest hint of a smile began to appear. Then, just as fast, was replaced by a wrinkled forehead and a confused frown. And how can he see anything? His eyes are so small. Well, actually, that's one of his superpowers. Birds can see so much with those tiny little eyes. You know, they can see much further than little boys can. He can spot a bug on the ground from way up in the tops of those trees, and this little one can see a lot more colours than you, too. 
Did you know that? He can even see ultraviolet light. Really? The boy said. He didn't know what ultraviolet light was, but decided it must have been very special. It sounded important. Yep, the old woman said. But wouldn't he get tired of flapping himself around so much? I would. Have you ever held a bird? No. They're as light as air, she said, smiling at the boy. Those little wings are so well made that flying around is a joy to them. Their feathers are slick for speed and they're shaped just right so that the air moving around them actually helps them to stay up. Look at that one, she said, pointing to a swallow that was darting in and out of the yard. See how she curls all those little shapes through the air? Looks like she's having a lot of fun right now, doesn't she? Oh, did you just see how she plucked that bug right out of the air? A bug? Yuck! You wouldn't think it was so bad if you were a bird. Birds love bugs. They're like little treasures for their tummies. And I know you like to eat, don't you? Little birds eat all day long. Far more than you'd ever be allowed to eat as a little boy. Would they taste like peanut butter? (laughs) The old woman laughed. Maybe. I would like to see other colours, the boy said. It really is amazing, the old woman responded. The boy thought for a moment. Have you ever been a little bird? I've been lots of little birds, and big ones too. Was it okay being a little bird? The old woman's mind reeled with countless memories of lives lived. It was true that over time she had been reborn as numerous birds, but she had also lived as fish, insects and humans, among other things. She had even, in one memorable lifetime, been born into a herd of wild horses. But that was all behind her now since taking up her role guiding spirits between lives. Smiling tenderly at the boy, she leaned forwards and answered, I loved it. And do you know what? What? Little birds can hide much easier than big ones. I would chase all those big birds away. Yes, I think you probably would. And I'd eat all the peanut butter bugs. And I'd fly really fast all around the forest. The old woman retrieved the little bird card from where the boy had tossed it down onto the old outdoor table and placed it carefully back onto the deck. Then she watched as the boy, translucent against the trees, ran around with his arms stretched out, pretending to snap at bugs. After a moment, he let his arms fall back down by his sides and, turning to the woman, asked, Will I ever get to be a little boy again? She looked down at her hands that were now folded lightly around the cards, their bright colours just visible through her own translucent fingers. Maybe, she said. 
We never really know until we choose a card. Does everyone get to choose a card? Well, it's not always cards like this, but essentially, yes. The boy looked slowly around the yard. There was his old sandpit. There were paths all through the sand that he had constructed with his huge workforce of little yellow tractors. And there lay his BMX, his first bike with pedals. He loved that bike. He would pretend he was a superhero speeding around the yard, chasing imaginary baddies and winning all the races. Then he looked across to where his mother was now sitting on the swing, motionless, staring out towards the trees. I think my mum likes little birds. She would watch them all the time out here. But whenever she tried to show me, I could never see them. But I could hear them. They were always tweeting. Yes, they do that. I think that's the most beautiful thing about them. Their calls, the old woman said, looking back up to the boy. You know, you can choose your own call when it's time. Can I? the boy said, brightening up. Yes, so long as you can sing it with your little bird's voice, you can make it sound like anything you want. I'm going to make a special call, just for mum. The old woman's throat tightened at the memory of her own bird call. When she had made hers, it had been for the herd of wild horses she had once called family. Many generations had passed since then, but the memory had somehow stayed with her. Breathing out deeply, she stood up and walked over to the little boy. She took him by the hand and, gently leading him into the trees, she said, I think she would like that very much. Thanks for joining me. If you like this story, please consider subscribing to this podcast and maybe even leaving a little review. For now, we'll see you next time round with another short story from Behind the Lighthouse. Short stories from Byron Bay and beyond. Behind the Lighthouse was written, recorded and produced by Steve Nossiter. Me, at Arcane Studios in Ganella Bar. The music was also composed by me.